0: of Anatomical Precision. I'm your host, Michael Klein. And with me today I
1: have I'm Chris Schlegel.
2: And Jared McGraw.
0: What? I <laughs> know.
2: I'm back. <laughs> He's back. United. Yes.
0: And it feels so good. It does. All right. So um, we returned from. All three of us have returned from a little, uh, a little event called the WTC World Team Championship.
2: Mm-hmm. Everybody best recovered. What best place? I think. Well. <laughs>
1: I, i'm not into, i don't think i'm entirely co- recovered i've got like a little bit of the sickness going on mm-hmm. were you like permanently so. changed <laughs> <laughs> no no no
0: uh i mean maybe but no. this was your this was your first time abroad in a foreign country correct that yes. is correct
1: yes and first time
0: flying or first time flying abroad
1: just flying abroad i've okay. flown before i've flown okay. out to the mostly spring fling. oh
0: gotcha 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 all right so first time flying abroad uh how yeah. uh you survived yes i did
2: <laughs> uh, how, how is was how your experience
1: okay uh... Uh, I guess I'll break it. Well, actually, real quickly <laughs> so, for for our
0: listeners, we're gonna yeah. this is gonna be like a review of WTC. We'll talk a little bit about our experience, about our games, highlights. Trying to not get too in depth, and then uh, we have some other topics coming up as well, and questions and all that good stuff. But let's talk about WTC.
1: All right, so I arrived uh, Thursday morning in Poland and uh went and explored was a tourist around warsaw ended up eating uh pierogies with zach gray and owen bell one of my teammates and uh then after having a good long touristy day i went and took a nap and when i woke up it was time to get a little wild uh went drinking uh did a little too much drinking got lured into a strip club yes. and, and uh from there they started bringing me like two shots of vodka at a time and then when I was good and sufficiently drunk they tried to charge me in US dollars instead of poland dollars oh, okay. and my bank fortunately stepped in and was the adult in the situation since I was not <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: for for context uh we were getting messages on uh on the chat from chris while,
1: awesome. while we
0: were, while we were also at the hotel drinking but just like yeah uh mm-hmm. good great messages just like i'm living in the ci- i'm like in the ci- in the city of sin or something like that or i'm in the sin street <laughs> I was, on
2: yeah sin I said, street.
1: I, all i remember was i said i got i apparently got a room on sin street and <laughs> I don't know, you were
0: drunk, there were a couple other drunk messages in there, it was a good, it was a oh, good Oh yeah, yeah, there was a couple,
1: like I said, there's only, that was the only one I really remembered. So, <laughs>
0: so, good, a good, uh, good night, and then you transferred yeah, then, over to the hotel, right?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, 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 I stumbled into the hotel, managed to get up into my room, and then, uh, got a good and hung because the receptionist told me not to drink the tap water uh, yes. and then after I woke up with an <laughs> enormous hangover dehydrated as all get out I realized oh the tap water's fine they're just very superstitious over there <laughs> okay alright Wow. Well, how about you guys when did you guys get in anything fun before WTC you want me to go yeah go for it
2: Jared Um, I got there about the same time as Chris, uh, but I'm a little older, so I've I've learned (laughs) to avoid those kind of situations. But I did get to meet a blonde-haired, blue-eyed beauty that was at the front desk. (laughs) Wait, did you meet her on... Yes, well, I met her that day because I was waiting for a room and, like... On Thursday? Yeah, and uh, I just felt a connection there, so I was just talking or whatever. As we will
0: as we will elaborate on. Yes. Jared definitely felt a connection with the uh hotel receptionist.
1: So world awesome, of story World I... of Story Anatomical <laughs> Precision singles have a type apparently. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> apparently. I thought this is the most amazing place in the world. It's like, oh my god, you know, I walk in the place and like I'm smitten at that point and you know, I'm ready for my <laughs> room or whatever and then uh I don't know, just um, I went to the park uh, for a bit. We did some exercise. I, I wasn't big on the the sightseeing. I was, you know, I'm a pretty competitive guy. So um, I, I was just interacting with a lot of people I had met before that I got to know through Vassal. Um, you know, some of the people I really enjoyed chatting with even before the tournament was people like uh, Martin from Germany um, and also uh, Tobias uh, from Australia because I, I chat with these guys a lot online and it was just nice to make a connection and um, you know just see how a person interacts uh, so I had a pretty good time uh, before the tournament nothing too crazy like strip but I do kind of regret not going now it sounds pretty amazing <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Mike? what did you do before the tournament started?
0: So I I got in Thursday night, um, and spent the first night just hanging out with uh, you were there, Jared, but most of yeah. the US team, uh, with the exception of Chris who was out crazy yeah. partying. Uh yeah. we're just kinda hanging around, having some drinks, uh, getting to know some uh some you know there was like uh some of the norwegian team and one mm-hmm. of the Swedes was there one of the Swedes was there and having a good time par yep. yeah he uh, was, awesome. yeah, was great but uh, it just like the beginning of of the of the love fest was was starting uh kept it pretty mild that first night but uh and it just went to bed and at a normal time and then got up friday Did we did do some combination of we went basically took a cab to the Poland version of their big, like central park, park thing. And then just went for a walk slash run. And then we were all going to go do more sightseeing. And then we realized we just wanted to, after we had like gotten um, some drinks, like a, like a tea and drink and stuff after, uh, after the walk run, we just kind of decided we wanted to go back. Uh, We had met uh, Tobias Ford that morning and Mm -hmm. uh had a good breakfast with him and some of the other australian guys and he you know and uh he was a great guy he was just like yeah well hey can i come along and uh, and then like he's so
2: sociable i couldn't believe it yeah (laughs) yeah, i I want to be in this group let's do it
0: (laughs) well it's really funny so it was me you and zach were Mm -hmm. planning on going and doing this run and it was like this was my idea i that's how i was going to get my sightseeing and then you guys were on board and then Mm Tobias and Jacob, uh, one of the other U.S. players, uh, jump in and, uh, and take, and then, like, they're, like, we're kind of, like, oh, yeah, we're going for a run, and they're, like, oh, and we're, like, in running gear, and they're in, like, jeans and, you know, t-shirts and <laughs> yeah. stuff, and we get to the place, and we're, like, uh, walked for a while, we're walking, and we're, like, okay, we're gonna run now, and they're, like, we'll meet you over here, so, but, yeah, good on them, it was still fun, uh, we, we mostly walked, but it was, uh. A little little jog, and it was nice to get a little sweat going. Got a nice mm-hmm. uh, flexing picture in front of some random oh, yeah. Yeah. random part of the park. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so did that. Came back, and then from there, it was just the love fest began. Um, just started meeting people and uh, pacing myself well. But just you know, I think it was drinks from that point on for the rest of the day. Just like hanging out with people and talking. You know, became best friends with many many of the Brits I don't know which ones were Friday night which ones were Saturday Saturday night but uh played a game against Jason Mountain that was ridiculous after we had both had a decent amount to drink uh he's he's a great guy um one point we, we were playing a union mirror and I convinced him that we he took black heart and I took rage and we were just being silly and was taking like 30 minutes to move a model at one point he like goes to move my benediction thinking that it's his benediction it's good Uh, he ended up winning that game too after like black heart just proceeded to roll like five fives like four times in a row and just like kill a model uh it was it was beautiful and uh, that was friday right that was friday night yeah yeah um also got to like start getting in and doing some drinking with Timmy and timmy was uh timmy's an awesome dude uh so much time for him uh he was so much fun to hang out with and the thing I loved about it he was like I have evidence that he was drinking a lot but he literally looks drunk no matter what like he looks uh like at a happy level of <laughs> like a happy and controlled level of drunk no matter what he like what time of day or where it is he literally never changed like you see a lot of people were you know as the night's night went on and they drank more they like you know you see them get drunker and drunker timmy was just like at a baseline level was like drunk and then just never changed um which was amazing but yeah i mean like general highlights from all that just got to meet so many people from uh various different countries uh and drink with them and tell swap stories and yes you know, jokes and have a good time so that was so much fun that was probably my favorite part of the whole uh whole trip although i i guess uh i guess saturday and sunday were also pretty pretty like part two and part three of that uh like party and celebration uh but yeah so that was the, all the things before so going into day one
1: how were we feeling gentlemen? uh pretty nervous mostly
0: yeah
1: I felt confident, I just, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, the night before I got a warm-up game against uh, Jacob, one of my, uh, uh, teammates, and we did a rat smear, and I managed to win that one. I forget the details of the match. It was, uh, pretty, it was pretty ratty, you know. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um.
0: so, yeah, going into the day, Chris, you were feeling nervous. Jared, you were feeling pretty confident. Um, yeah. yeah, I was also feeling. I was feeling pretty good. I was excited, um, ready to play. Felt good. Wasn't hungover from Friday night, which was good. I I drank so much water. Um, <laughs> after yeah, this, yeah. Think, really. Well, yeah, yeah. I I felt very good. I the only day I had a little bit of a hangover was uh, Sunday night into Monday, but. Even
2: that well, wasn't too bad. One thing I was looking forward to was the presentation because Steve and Kim do such an awesome job. Like they yeah. They really did, yeah. connect with every country and every team, and uh, they make it really, like, personable. I, I really enjoy the way they run an event, um, and I think they deserve a lot of credit for how they do things. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. um,
0: What was I going to say? So, yeah, they were doing the uh, – they did the presentation, which and it was a really good presentation. I loved all the different things. It was funny though when they got to our team, they like mentioned like, "Oh yes, Thin, Team ThinCrust has some really good players on it." And I was standing on a chair, and right in front of me was uh, Germany, one of uh, a couple of the Germany one guys, but specifically uh, Dominic Dickison and. Uh... <laughs> There, you know he we were talking uh, there was a little bit of back and forth the other the day before like oh yeah everybody's like who's the better union player who's the better union player and mm-hmm. uh, Dominic he he's an interesting I didn't get to talk to him too much but he's an interesting guy he was very very confident uh, and so he's there and he sees like um you know and when they mentioned uh, like oh this is thinrust team with like some of the best players in the world I I, I did catch him uh, going Uh, like, scoffing at it a little bit. And I said, (laughs) oh, hey, Dom. And he turned around, and he, like, looked at me, and it was, like, it was a funny moment. Uh, And I'm really – spoiler alert, I'm really sad we did not get to prove, like, you know, get to fight that. That was the one regret from – I was that we didn't end up getting a match that the Germany won. But that's our own fault. So that would have been really good. Um, Anyway, so – uh going into it round 1 Chris what team did your uh team get matched up against
1: Uh we got up against Australia 1 Knifey. and awesome. so uh yeah it was a uh, The Double Dodge boys Yeah it was the Double Dodge boys and Tobias um yeah. I I paired up against Tobias uh Owen Owen paired up against uh, Dave, mm-hmm. and uh, Jake paired up against Campbell, and mm-hmm. me and Jake won our matches. The uh, basically in my game, I just went all all in on rats. I went Pelage uh, scored a every goal turn one, and then I immediately snapshot it off of her turn two, and then i just uh eventually he put his uh he could have i think he could have came back and we discussed it, but uh he m- messed up in putting spigot too far forward and i uh snack diggered him mm-hmm. so nice. won that one jake won uh there was that one came down it was a grind fest engineers versus fish uh-huh. and then Owen lost, but I only caught the tail end of that game. It was real. It was real hard to watch your teammates play because it's just like, man, I want to, I want to say something, but I really, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. I can't. That's unsportsmanlike, you know. So I'm not gonna say anything. So I'm just gonna not watch so I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. So uh,
0: all right, so you guys make it through round one uh and uh Jared our team we get matched up against United Nations uh two yeah. Ger- German two, two Germans in yeah, yeah, a, a couple, yeah
2: a couple good players yeah, yeah they I were they were, uh, were trying to do my style Stubborn sledge kicking off and uh the, the scatter went to the six twice and he got to put the ball where he wanted and there was a uh, rough ground in the middle of the pitch so I just never <laughs> could get it so it was the yeah. most frustrating game and uh he was a good player he was a younger kid but um you know martin said that he's an up-and-comer and and, um he knew what he was doing so i mean it was a tough matchup for me well yeah just to
0: clarify jared was so in on the captain anvil that he's just like yeah kicking anvil into burnish that's fine like just go go. i'm just gonna steamroll I was still
2: in my anvil mode and i've (laughs) I've learned to adapt since then especially for steam con i've tried a whole mixture of things and have changed my 10 so
0: So I had to I so afterwards I was like, Is that what you wanted to do? And then I think you realised like, okay, like yes, yeah. it's good, but maybe I uh <laughs> maybe, maybe don't windmill slam it into everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was so then we got that, but then we ended up winning our other two games. Uh me and Frank won uh
1: mm-hmm. our other
0: games. I played uh Tim Bartholomew. Oh, that's a cool last name. I didn't know his last name. But Tim um also German. And uh he was playing Esther's and um basically summarize the game uh he was playing very defensively and he didn't like he i think i played decently well against the uh he received um and i played pretty well against the like first turn decimate um you know go in and i, I kind of like th- like said like go ahead and try but i'm going to minimize the damage but um after the game I asked him, like, how did they, how did it round go for you? And he was like, yeah, I am uh, I was really, like, I was really surprised at how aggressively you played it. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I can't sit back and let you shoot me and then throw Decimate forward and yo-yo her back. So, like, yes, mm-hmm. I, I threw my models forward and then was like, yeah, somebody's going to die, but then I'm going to kill Decimate and the rest mm-hmm. of your team. Uh, but, yeah, that worked. I, I was a- able to set up, like, uh, engaging Esters with, uh, gutter at the end of a turn, so that with so that rage could get a line and charge Esther's top of the next turn with legendary and killer. So really? the game worked. Game worked pretty well after that point. Um, so yeah, we end up going on and uh, United States 2, deep dish uh, also won their first round against the uh, UAE team. So mm-hmm. still undefeated for us. There. Yeah. Uh, and round two, Chris, uh,
1: who do you guys play? And then it takes a downturn. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Either Shetcomb or round two? <laughs>
1: no, no, no. <laughs> that was before. So round two, we play, uh, I think it's Norway one. And uh, I personally played Kim. Uh, the rest of the name is very Norwegian. <laughs> and um... Frederick and Christian. So,
0: yes. So, I mean, uh, those are the names, yes.
1: Oh, it's very difficult to navigate these whole uh, long chains things with team events for me. Uh, I'm inept. Anyway, so me and Kim played what I remember to be a very close and tight game 12 8? So. Uh, yeah, 12 8 uh, Union versus Rats. It was a very quick game, but. Uh, I'd say overall my whole weekend was just very close games outside of one, which we'll get to that later um anyway our uh my team uh, we Owen won his game against Christian in the blacksmiths on fish, and Jacob lost his game against brewers uh fish on Brewers. And, uh, so that's our first loss, uh, one, two, and yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's all I can say. I didn't watch their games much either. Cause again, that whole nervous thing.
0: So you were feeling, you were feeling the nerve
2: a little.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of pressure to watch people play. I, yeah, yeah. I unless I'm on it, unless I'm watching like a stream, it's a, when, in which case, it's a completely different beast. You know? But...
0: Okay. And then, uh... Our game. We were matched up against... My goodness, why? Am, One
2: of the like, Great Britain teams. I can't remember the number. I want to say three. Uh, I know I played Connor. <clears throat> He's a fish guy. Uh, it was UK4. Well, and
0: man. it was, yeah, it was, I mean, uh... I can't keep track. They're like... Yeah, they're it like was, weeds. uh... It was uh, Maria, Connor, Rooney, and uh, Aaron Wilson, uh, and they were playing smoke, uh, smoke Alchemist, Corsair fish, and they're on hunters. And um, I ended up playing into Aaron, which was cool. I know he posts on the forum uh, or on the Facebook group a lot. Um, so, and he's been playing a bunch of tournaments and doing pretty well in Britain recently. So that was cool to 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 meet some of the Brits and play, get, actually get to play against some of the Brits. So I was excited for that. And as we, we ended up playing a lot of British teams um, on the day, so that was good. And we ended up going uh, 3-0 in that one. Um, how was your, uh, Jared, how was your game against Connor?
2: I killed Corsair turn one, so it was kind of nice. Uh, got dirty knots on him. I've got three burnish AOE. Oh, and then you went really, with uh, pulled with pulled up and then a um, uh, whatever cinder Impel. Yeah, that will do it. That, that works. <laughs> That's pretty good. So the game ended up twelve four. Um, he scored a goal and yeah, uh, that, it was a it was a pretty good game. I went burnish captain. Learned my lesson from round one to adapt and play different stuff. So, yeah, yeah, um, and
0: then. My game against Aaron was pretty good uh, was good. You know, he was doing a good job doing the the, the Theron tra- thing and trying to uh I made a mistake a little bit in like not handling gutter super well and he was able to he has able to get a situation where he put damage on gutter and then was able to go with J and should have taken her out. Um he literally he had four he had a four stack and you know he had gone in on her um and she didn't have much health I think she had started with six health left or something like that um yeah yeah she started with six health so he does two damage on the first swing two damage on the second swing uh he takes the third swing gets enough to kill her and says he does it I'm like okay and I'm like moving her off the pitch and he's like wait 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 hold on how much life did she have two he's like oh, okay never mind I'll take the one damage I was like okay um so which is like the smart move most of the time uh but it's, it goes down to that like don't get greedy uh and then he he flubs the i think she was in cover so he was only rolling five dice but still five dice against a four zero uh, and just completely whiffs the last roll so she's able to live and um uh that just went it would have been i think i would have been fine with the game i think it would have mean, it would have been 12 8 minimum but um I think I was okay with the game without it, but with it, was like the apocalypse. Cause she got to basically just go right after that. And then, or I think I read fury through her after that, or no, she went and like healed herself and then got in position to get red fury. So she was basically back up to full or close to full by the end of the, uh, by the end of the turn, which is, you know, classic gutter. Um, but yeah, from there, I, I it basically, he just ran out of board space, uh, and he ended up eventually having to. He spent so much effort trying to kill Benediction, and finally he's like, "I got to charge there on in there and try to kill him." Uh, and he didn't get it. And then, yeah, that just like gave me the rest of the points that I needed. But good game. He's a really good player, uh, and lots of fun. It was lots of fun playing their team. Uh, they were really, they were really fun, uh, and nice. So, round three. So we're still undefeated, by the way. Uh, this alt round, um, the other U.S. U- U- a two-lost as well, Um, so we were the only undefeated.
1: You okay? Lost, Mike, but yeah. uh, Thin Crust was only undefeated Americans, and while Mike gets reconnected, I'll go into round three with uh, what we did. Uh, So, United States 3 Pineapple, we got uh, beat pretty handily, like I played against Jonathan Lay and of UN. We were playing UN one. And uh, so John goes in for a really early missed goal, which I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Now I'll just smack digger missed and have it be even 4 4 with the ball again. Uh, and then he goes round two. Uh, round two like, immediately goes in with Rage and gets a second goal, and both of these goals were 50-50 goals, apparently, uh, according to him, and I'm just like, alright, so now I'm down 8-4, to four and I don't know what to do, uh, so I ended up just, like, immediately losing with all my squishiness uh, against Rage Union uh, 12-5. Uh... Sad. Jake lost twelve three that was that was the one game all weekend that I felt was not close for me. Mm-hmm. And uh Jake lost twelve three against Engineers Pinvice <laughs> and uh Owen lost twelve four against Esther's Brewers. Mm-hmm. So all in all, that one was a big uh train wreck for me personally. Mm-hmm. But uh it was interesting. He took a big risk early, big risk early, and it paid off uh, very big. So, all right, Jared. Uh, we had uh, Slovenia
2: next round. Is that right? Yeah, the guys we had Slovenia the before the match, which I would recommend for any match that any my opponent wants to bring for the rest of my gil ball career that was amazing (laughs) yeah i want to by the way i just want to
0: shout out i mean all our teams were really great that we played against but slovenia one might be my like pocket secret favorite just because they were really nice um and we had a yeah they brought they had uh schnapps for us uh for after and uh they had mentioned like hey oh you you do the podcast like we listen and i was like that's awesome and you know they told us uh, I even they even gave me advice uh, if I ever travel to Sylvania where I should uh, where I should stay what I should do yeah they were really great guys and good players too I mean I don't know about how your game went but um, uh, their blacksmiths player uh, Jan was really good
2: oh well my game uh, was against the farmers player and yeah. um, he kicked off with Thresher and I kind of baited him to come in for a Thresher goal and uh, it didn't work out so. Uh, at that point, I just handcuffed Thrasher and won the game 12-2. But I did play anvil receiving, <clears throat> which I'm pretty comfortable with in that situation. Um, I'm surprised how much I enjoyed their liquor, even because it kind of had a, a licorice taste to it, like an aftertaste. You yeah, had a little, little bit, bit of a, of it before?
0: Yeah, you had an anise taste
2: yeah yeah and, uh, we had like what three or four shots there after <laughs> after the game yeah, we did was that was nice. the yeah
0: that was the end yeah. of the first day so we were we yeah. were in party mode but we had a good amount and that was that was a fun time
2: yeah it was awesome uh, i really enjoyed the conversation like i think the year before they did like best sportsman uh, or whatever like for a team and um if i recall correctly but this year it wasn't the case uh but I guess out of, everyone would vote, like, out of the teams you would play who yeah, was, like, the yeah. best sport, and um, they would have got my pick just because, I mean, it's nothing against anyone else. It's just um, they were really, yeah, they cool were really so You, you yeah, could tell they're... they loved the game, and they were there for the right reasons.
0: So. Yeah, no, they, had, they were great. And, the, yeah, so my game against Jan, uh, oh, my God, that started off so poorly. Uh, I got too scared about him kicking into this giant barrier and thinking that I wouldn't be able to get the ball, but I, I think would have been. <laughs> what?
2: Remember, we talked about it pre-game, because I said, I want nothing to do with that table.
0: That barrier was so and I, damn bad. And I was fine with it in general. I just got too scared that he was going to kick there and get the ball back, and I wasn't going to yeah. be able to do anything about it. But I like, I should have just spent more time, and even off my clock, just to measure. Like, or I guess it wouldn't have really, but I should have just really set up quickly and then spent some time measuring because um it wasn't as bad as i thought it was because i could pick i could kind of like go around the side of the barrier pick up the ball even if it landed on the other side once i got within one and then uh still go back far enough where i would have been able to pass back to the team so gutter should have been the one to go over there so she could pick up the ball Uh, but instead i put mist over there which meant that the gutter was on the other side and you know alloy can do a really good aggressive kickoff uh so he does and it literally goes as good as possible so uh you know i didn't have the ball around one which is you're never a great place to be in um yeah but he ends up you know so i end up playing pretty passively but he, he ends the turn by basically um I forget exactly how it could, but, you know, Cinder goes in on Gutter, Alloy goes and gets the ball, I believe, um, and he basically ends up in a situation where he, um, he gets initiative round two, and he can, um, his options were to either kill Gutter for sure, or, um, Or get the goal for sure. Yeah, and and he went for the like you know take a take a swing at gutter, see how it went with alloy. But he could have just went with Met Cinder and just just killed her and um, did other stuff. And it would have still been pretty hard for me to get the ball back. I don't think I would have. uh, I don't. I don't think it would have been impossible. But so instead, he goes like does some damage to her. But I counter. You know, so I give myself the extra health from damaging him. So I'm. He's not able to he would have to spend his last, last influence to kill me or he can go get the goal. So he decides to go get the goal instead. Um, and, uh, so he gets it, but I'm then able to put the ball over to mist and keep it pretty safe. And now it's my ball and he didn't kill gutter. So gutter is able now to heal and uh, activate damage, heal and, uh, you know, do all the things And she ends up staying alive. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't really remember how the rest of the game goes too much. I know that i end up I end up basically um trapping uh vet cinder quite between three models and basically forcing her to be out of the game for a turn uh and forcing him to run away with alloy while at the same time i vet rage and benediction had gone forward up the middle into all of the the rest of his models and vet rage was in this weird situation where he had charged into furnace or something like that and did some damage um but he there was a key turn where i won the initiative uh and chose uh and i think i had grudge match so i you know i singled out his uh his vet cinder and made it he he basically put zero influence on her thinking like she's definitely dead and that was 100 percent true but had he put four influence on her even if she didn't do too much um, it would have forced me to activate and kill her, meaning that I would have probably lost Vet Rage that turn, um, which would have been definitely not as good as the situation where he put zero on her, so I was able to say, well, she's already blocked by three models. I don't. If she activates, that's fine. I'm still killing her this turn. But I was able to go with Vet Rage, legendary, and just kill Furnace, first activation, who had five influence on it. Um, he just didn't expect the damage output that I could do, so uh, it was, uh, it was yes, yeah, so that, that was a big swing, because that basically won me the middle, and then I also still had the free kill on Vet Cinder, so that swung the game, and we, he knew it, like, afterwards, but those two decisions really did it, but he played really well, and I was super on the back foot, I thought I was going to be losing the game, uh, at least, I thought he was going to get up to, like, 8 or 10 before I had a chance, but not how it ended up happening. But uh, yeah, really good game. So we're three zero on the ga- day. Have a good Saturday evening. I think
1: everybody had a good time. Uh, I don't well, know. My about Saturday you guys. evening was my highlight. Yeah, what was or, your? Well, oh, that's right. Was that was that your I Jamie Perkins? Play, game? Yeah, I got to play Perkins. I was looking forward to challenging either Perkins or Bryce to just a uh, free for. Free match, you know. Uh, so I ended up playing into Perkins. Uh, went rats versus his morts. And by God, let me tell you guys do not use Pay the Piper if their <laughs> Oculus hasn't activated. Because this dude, after I. Okay, so I pay the. Pi- I uh, That's knock amazing. out. I knock out. I knock out Casket off the pitch. And. I'm have two influence left so you know what, eh, what whatever I might as well pay the piper I guess yeah freaking don't cause Jamie's just like
0: bonus every time, time I, everything
1: yeah he would. He was bonus timing everything and he's like oh and don't forget your uh, momentum I'm like oh yeah yeah cause I was forgetting all about it but he was not cause he realized <laughs> it was a buff to him so he just goes in with Obulus bonus timing everything getting momentum and every time he's spending momentum to bonus time, it's going to me, sure thing. And then he uh, legendaries and gets all that momentum back. So he's sitting <laughs> on, like, a stack of 25, and, <laughs> like, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I uh, managed to claw my way out of that. He goes in on uh, Piper, who he left on 1HP. He casket times uh, Piper.
0: How do you win a game with a casket times cat? All right, go ahead. Continue.
1: Never put it past me with the rats, man. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, so then he positions Obulus too close to the goal. So after I kill Gast, I get Pelage to the edge of uh, Obulus's melee where I can shoot in a goal at two dice, putting the score up to eight to eight. No, eight to four, actually. He still had to make up the deficit. Um, he starts to make it up, gets up to like, I think he got up to 10 points at some point, And I'd gotten another two points. Mm. No, I hadn't. I hadn't yeah. got another two points yet. He brings back on Gast, but he brings back on Gast on the wrong side. So I immediately eat Gast again. Uh, and then, and, uh, Squeak, uh, auto kills Dirge because Dirge has less health than Squeak.
0: Nice. Pretty nice. good. So good accomplishment.
1: Yeah, that was a that made me feel a lot better after I, you know, pretty much all my other games are losses throughout this whole WTC experience. Uh,
0: awesome, Jared. Did you have any highlights from Saturday? Do you remember any specific highlights? From well,
1: Saturday? I got to chat with
2: Martin a good bit. Um, see, he taught me a lot about uh, German efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy, man. Like he and I just made a really good connection. I consider him a really good friend now. Um, We just chatted a good bit. He's kind of like the 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 one of the group that looks over the rest. He's kind of like the responsible, making sure that nothing too crazy happens. I know they had like what a separated shoulder and two broken teeth at one point. Yeah. But I'm sure if he wasn't around, it would have been like a missing arm and probably like half the (laughs) mouth. Like a, like a hockey pitcher at that point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's kind of like the father figure in a way, or the big brother in that he kind of looks after the guys. And he, uh, I don't know, I just really enjoyed our conversation. So I got to connect with him a bit and uh, just kind of hung out and watched some games. Um, so it was a really good time. I like to relax when the competition's not in effect. Um, what about you, Mike?
0: You know, honestly, I don't remember specifically what I did on Saturday night. I'm just kind of running into uh, the other nights. But, yeah, I think it was just um, I definitely remember having a good bit of the uh, or most of the rest of the uh, uh, Slovenian uh, schnapps. And,
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: and uh, I think it was a lot of just, like, hanging out. I think I it was between Saturday and Sunday but I definitely spent a bunch of time uh, chatting with both Brits and uh, and Timmy and yeah. I had a lot of time for Timmy and a lot of time for the Brits too and it was just uh, you know and Jason Mountain and all that like it was I, I don't even remember exactly what we did that night versus the other ones but it was all kind of the same it was just a big love fest um, mm-hmm. you know your old love fest was definitely uh, definitely an appropriate appropriate I think it's a global love fest. That's the sorry. That's going to be the name of this uh, episode too. Global yeah, love it's
1: fest. Australian. Yeah, that was and
0: and the US. Yeah, we all honestly, we all, like honestly, we all came together.
1: I meeting all these people. Like that's one thing I haven't talked about yet. But meeting all these people, that I've seen usernames and real names and heard on podcasts and all that. It's super cool. And like, I don't know. It's it's kind of like. Meeting somebody you kind of already know a little bit, mm-hmm. but then it like surprises you how much you didn't you know, yeah yeah, there's so oh. much more to people than their uh online personas
0: a hundred percent, yeah, um that was also I don't know this this was the first night, but I definitely know that um uh Saturday night, I'm now remembering was the uh time when I got picked up by the Bavarian and then. could not want to back down from the challenge also lifted him uh all like two to 250 pounds of him off and then also lifted uh andrew from singled out who is a big dude um if you don't i think he said he weighs he weighs 19 stone which is like 265 pounds uh so yeah was a lot of it was a lot of good times a lot of lots of fun things going on so I, i do remember that those things happening um yeah, it was just uh, such a good time. Anyway, uh, into the last day, round four, or round four, first round of
1: No Sunday. No, 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 before, before round four. What's before round four? I had to, four? yeah, somebody sabotaged me, all right. Oh, so okay. my God. <laughs> so my hotel room door... Did not work. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I had a defective hotel room door, and at 4 a.m., I'm sleeping peacefully. I have, I feel like I have hydrated myself back from my Thursday bender. And, uh, so 4 a.m., I'm awakened to my door, like, forcing itself open, and two guys. One guy's, like, carrying this other guy. Okay, and this other this Little guy, he's like maybe 160 pounds, like wet, and then there's this like huge, like 250 pound Scottish dude from, I guess, War Machine. Yes. And he's like, the little guy says, "Here's your roommate." I'm like, "F no, man, I don't, I don't have a roommate. This has been a solo room this whole time." He throws him onto the bed, and this guy starts puking off the side of the bed, and now I've lost one of my good pairs of jeans and uh so that was a way to wake up and uh after dealing with that scenario the guy offers me he's like okay here's my room key you can sleep in my room uh you know finish up your night and at that point like i've got the adrenaline running of i just had a intruder you know so there wasn't really any sleeping so I just kind of like wandered around the lobby and told the receptionist like hey uh somebody I don't even know just like barged into my room and threw up I don't want to be charged the like fixing fees but I'm sure when I check out like and I'm gonna check out in just a couple hours here that if you go up into my room like he'll still be there (laughs) (laughs) So I still haven't been charged any fees, so that's good. good. good, good. Uh, and I'm working on about three hours of sleep. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Uh, all right, you're round four, Chris. And we'll hurry up through this the rest of this. Yeah,
1: so Belgium I uh, went in we went into Belgium three which had uh, it was like Michael Coomer who was just like carrying these guys to victory. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And Michael, uh, I get to play him. He ends up missing a Corsair goal, and it goes it goes into time basically. And I told somebody to get a judge, and it was it was Owen, and he he went ahead and did the clock himself, and uh basically. Uh, he was going for one last goal with Sakana, and if he if he lands this goal, he wins it. If he doesn't, he's definitely going to lose on time before he can do anything. Um, Owen says that he hadn't said that he made the sh- that he declared the shot, but, I, but I'm not. I wasn't sure. Michael said that he did declare the shot, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to win off of like he said she said things so like please just take this shot and whatever happens happens you know and he makes it and i'm i'm 100 happy for him you know i'm not like sore about it i definitely i hunted him down later after in between rounds like because he was having hard feelings about it he's like yeah i didn't want to like feel like i cheated you out of it i'm like dude no don't worry about it like it was great. So we had a great moment. He was an awesome opponent. It, one of the best fish players I've ever played. And uh, so that was our round two. We ended up losing that one. Um, yeah, I think uh, Owen won his round on that, I believe. Yep, he did. And uh, so on to the next round, I guess. Well uh... so, On to you guys. Yeah, yeah, so we
0: played against United Kingdom 2, which was Charles Nurser, Jonathan Mitchell, and James Long. Um, I got matched into Charles Nurser, Jared into Jonathan Mitchell. Uh, Charles was playing Honor Masons, Uh, Jonathan Mitchell was uh, who, you know, yeah, uh, was Vet Rage, and uh, James Long uh, was playing Shark versus Frank's uh, Corsair. Uh, And how did your
2: game joke go, Jared? won well, 12 six um he just tried to fight me and I was receiving with anvil so wasn't it I mean it's just I don't know what to say about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 12, you, you felt all. yeah yeah you felt, <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. felt
0: good, you felt good into that matchup sure yeah um, okay. and I ended up winning 128 against Charles um, <laughs> I forgot I, despite you know having been a mason player I forgot about uh that chisels, uh, you know, what she adds to Honor's ability. And I I just positioned Rage too aggressively. Like, I got him ready for turn two, but, like, against that lineup, you have to kind of put him behind a couple models and just be a little bit more passive. So he ends up getting to go into Rage um, uh, with Honor at the end of the turn and putting a bunch of damage on him. Uh, It ended up with me... um, with us being tied on um after I think I put down a seven and he put down yeah I put down c he put down something else um and uh it was a roll off and he won the roll off and when he won the roll off, I thought I was in pretty big trouble because he was going to be able to pretty reliably fill rage with honor um he had already legendary, and that's the only reason he legendary for the extra influence so that he could uh like even up the momentum a little bit because i had received so i had some momentum already plus you know the rising anger when he damaged rage um so he goes with honor and goes into rage and um oh so sorry my sees the initiative i i basically put rage into this spot where he has to he's covered by two models and Uh, Honor has to take one crowd out no matter, like, literally, mathematically, no matter where she goes. Um, So she was only rolling five dice, and I was just hoping that uh, I would be able to, uh, you know, maybe pull it out. Or even if she did kill him, at the very least, I maybe could spend the rest of the turn. I think I only ended up putting two on him because I was like, well, I'll I'll maybe get Honor back with the rest of the turn. But um, she comes up short. And, uh, with some poor rolls from, uh, from Charles. So I, he, he won the 50-50 on the roll-off, uh, which was, you know, big, big swing for him. But then I got the swing of luck back in that he, like, rolled one or two below, uh, on one or two rolls to kill Rage, leaving him, I think, at one. So I was able to heal with Rage, legendary, I think, and, like, attack Honor and do some damage to her and then set her up to be killed. Um, And I forget exactly. I played a weird lineup. I played two Strikers. I played uh, Season's Bigot and Mist in that one. And, um, oh, yeah, I had had one of the things I had done was set up the first turn goal. Um, So I was already at four points, so then when I was able to kill Honor, and then I ended up, you know, he basically realized he needed to go for goals, so he went for goals. And, you know, his second goal was kind of just one of those, like, you know, I gotta go for this and hope that you miss the next goal, so I have a chance at being in the game. But if I don't score this goal, then you just win from takeouts. So, yeah, good game, Charles. Is the <laughs> nice, definitely the nicest. He beats you, Jared, for the nicest guy in Gilball. He's so, uh, oh, no. no,
2: he is, he, really he is, is
0: so polite and nice, and yeah. it was fun playing him, so that was good. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I love all these uh, Brits and absolutely nothing against any of them, but the uh. It was unfortunate on uh, Frank's table against James Long. It basically came down to um, Frank killed a model and, w- ha- and had the ball with Corsair and was taking a uh, bonus time four die shot for the win, which would have given us all three uh, wins for the round. He and we had been kind of looking, but um, I mean, maybe our fault, but like because we had already won two of our games, we kind of looked away. Uh, I know I looked away I wasn't paying super close attention uh he rolls his dice uh and there is a you know there's a uh, there was a disagreement as to which dice were rolled um one of them being a successful goal one of one of the you know options being a not successful goal they really and again James is an amazing guy and I, I actually spent a good amount of time with him on Saturday and like you know had no hard feelings against him but I like unfortunately had to come down to uh, a 50-50 roll-off just to see whether the goal made it or not, which decided the game, uh, you know, and it went against Frank's favor, so he ended up losing that round. Uh, the slightly bittersweet part of that was had he had that gone the other way, again, no fault from uh, James. He was just playing, you know, playing his best game, trying to do his best he could, and, you know, saw him, And he admitted that, like, this is what I saw, and it's hard, and, like, you know, I, like. It's just no good way to resolve that kind of situation. But had we won one more game, uh, our final placement would have been one higher, which would have gotten us the best trophy. Uh, so I'm a little salty on that. Now, just because I wanted third place, um, just a little spoiler, the third place trophies were misspelled and were 3TH place. And I wanted that trophy more than I wanted to win. Um, and we would have—I I did the math—and would have gotten third place had we won that additional game. Uh, so a little salty about that, but no, it was all good, and they were great guys. Um, and I—I um, uh, I can't really say go too much into detail about the the joke inside joke, but basically, Jonathan Mitchell. Um, I had some confusion regarding uh, who he was and his name, and I was calling him Jay Finnegan uh, for a long time. So the the uh, joke, "Who the fuck is Jay Finnegan?" was kind of uh, was born the inside joke there, and uh, it was really funny that uh, I comment on it after we, you know, on Facebook after we had uh, gotten back from the WTC, and I just said, "Who the fuck is Jay Finnegan?" And, of course, the actual Jay Finnegan reads the post and sends me a private message, and he's like, I don't get it. What did I do? Did I did I say something to you? I don't know who you are. And I was like, no, don't worry about it, buddy. You're fine. It's just a joke. Just an inside joke. You're not a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was good. Uh, we won that one 2-1 two, two, one, and going into the fifth round.
1: Uh, fifth round. We go into Spain. Uh, I had a really freaking close game with. uh, It was Spain 1. Ignacio Lozano. And. uh, Anyway, um, I lost that one, I think 11 to. Yeah, 11 to 12. You and Jacob
0: both lost 11 to 12. That's like heartbreaking yeah, right
1: it was, it was incredibly close, and uh, it was one of those things where I was just outside. Uh, Grace was just outside of uh, being able to effectively tool up Squeak, who could have killed uh, Fahad at that point, just automatically. Uh-huh. Uh, and I went with Squeak first instead of Piper. And I probably should have gone with Piper first, because I was like, okay, he could easily kill Squeak, you know, and but he ended up killing Piper, pretty much just as easily. Yeah. And I needed both to end up killing the uh, Panther. And uh, in Jake's game, they were both like clocking in this weird scenario where, like, I guess the there was a disagreement on which one started clocking or what the points were at when they were both starting the clock. And so it was like word against word and I guess they gave it to him or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Cause I wasn't really paying that close of attention to their score at that time. I was mostly looking at the decimate at the side of the board and wondering, when Jake was going to try and push him off with Shark because he was like an inch away from the edge, so I'm like, oh, all no. right, it's just just need a push dodge, that's all, and you win this game. But uh, there was a lot of close games overall the whole whole weekend, uh, the whole event. Uh, on to you guys.
0: All right, we played into UK one, so another UK team on our. And we were actually hoping that we would win this round. And then the UK three who was playing Germany on the other top, the other table would win so that we could play them and then have played every UK team, um, at the event. But, uh, yeah, so we were, it was uh, Fraser, Steven, uh, Steve Easton and JJ, um, playing their engineers, uh, and two blacksmiths. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I want to hear what you... We ended up basically... We knew that uh, based on the way their lineups would go, there's... Um, it, it's kind of like a weird thing where like we knew that we wouldn't... There's like they could kind of... Pre- because of the fact they had two of the same teams, it ended up being a situation of either we could put me down and they get to choose which blacksmith player gets gets to play against me, or we could put, uh, I think we put Frank down, and then that would allow um, us to choose which blacksmith player each of me and Jared played into. Um, And I don't know if we ended up making the right choice or not, um, but I I had liked that more than the other way around. Um, Yeah. So I it's like just from a strategy person. So I played into Fraser, Jared. You played into Steve, and then uh, Frank played into JJ. And Frank won against JJ, giving JJ a beautiful zero and five record uh, on the day. Poor JJ, uh, he missed like nine or something goals on the on the on, over the course of the event, which is uh, just sad. Um, but yeah, he was pretty. He was he he took it like as best as he could, but that was uh, pretty rough on him. Um, my guess I'll go into my game against Fraser, uh, and then we because it was the first to or this first or second to end, and then we'll go into yours, Jared. But uh, I it was a really good game, and Fraser's a fantastic opponent. We had a really good, but basically, um, I just didn't have enough. Like I knew they had been talking about how bad of a matchup it was, and I don't, I still don't. I mean, I think it's a a decent. Like it's definitely a fifty. I think there's like a good game in there, um, but I wasn't. There was nothing that super wowed me about Anvil Captain. I mean, he's solid, but like, um, I like it was. It was just me just not having enough reps into the team. So he basically, I I basically um, forced him by dodging rage up to activate. Uh, Vet Cinder early and not go towards the main part of my team uh, and he chose to end up just charging over to Mist uh, and over the course of two turns he killed Mist and then I spent most of the rest of the game I neutralized Vet Cinder by uh, throwing uh, the snake into her um, and was one of my favorite parts was the turn that he ended up killing the snake. Before he killed the snake I did counterattack uh, I believe I counterattacked uh, and hamstringed him. So it was like, uh, okay, uh, either counter-attack I counterattacked that, or I had maybe went in with the snake and I think maybe I went in and bonus time, the uh, bag of coffered and then bonus time to attack and got the hamstring. So after he killed the snake, he's like, okay, cool. Uh, uh, I'll, maybe I'll go. I'll dodge over here with Grim Vengeance and then maybe I'll try to go into one of your other models. I was like, uh-uh-uh, minus four, minus four move. You're not going anywhere. So... Um, Vet Cinder was out of the game for most of it, but i the two things that happened for me is I uh, put the Singled Out from a Grudge match on the wrong model, thinking that I would kill a different model first with Rage on the top of a turn and then go into the other model and have get more value out of the Singled Out, but I didn't really—I count the HP that the model had left. Uh, it was Ferris, um, and it just took me too long. It took me basically all of Vet Rage's activation to kill her, which um, had I had singled out on her, he could have done that, and then went into um, furnace, which would have made it even better. Because uh, basically, what ended up happening is Fraser got and like he had two activations where he had like one or two. I think he had two influence on um, on furnace, and he was trying to attack into like he was like crowded out, and gutter was in cover, but he was just trying to get the tackle. To get the ball off of her, uh, and he missed it on the first activation. But then he was able to get a another activation and get the ball off on the first. He didn't hit. use
2: one at a time, Lance. Uh,
0: no, he. I mean, he didn't. So that okay. probably would have probably would have helped him. Would have given him one more uh, die. Whatever, whatever. Um, but anyway, he. So he had to get the tackle on the first hit. He got it, and that let him get a goal. Um, but anyway, he was up. But I had the ball. And I was basically, I brought it back to six points, and he I think he got up to 11 or nine or 11, but it didn't really matter what he was at, because uh, I had the goal like more or less locked and loaded, um, and I was just trying to get to eight so I could finish it off because I didn't have a good opportunity to get the goal in without him being able to counter score. And what it came down is he ended up um missed to knock the ball down. Uh, and it was basically a 5050 on the scatter if it went to the four five six, um, I was pretty fine. I would have still had the ball. he wouldn't have been able to get to it, and I still score that missed goal uh, at the bottom of the turn. Um, and one, two, three was very good for him. Uh, he were the either. It, and it basically went, it went four to the two, landing literally directly on top of uh, bolt, which actually allowed him to just immediately score the goal. Had it landed anywhere else, he would have just had to run away with the ball. But he scored, that allowed him to score the goal. And he was, like, in by millimeters. Uh, and he had to, like, go around and not take a parting blow from a model. So it was very close. But had that 50-50 the other way, I think I, uh, I had a, good shot, a pretty good shot because I had the goal that at the bottom of that turn, and I would have been up on momentum, and I would have just had to get one more takeout at the top of the turn, which I think was pretty... Uh, Doable in one spot or another. But a uh, really good game. What was I gonna say? Uh highlight of that game is he legendaries with Anvil. Um, you know, like does the thing that they were, you know, talking about like legendary, put models in Sentinel, it was great. Um, do you wanna Need guess how back many up? No, no. I just pushed him out of six inches of he got he got the benefit from legendary for one attack. One okay. attack Ferris had the tough hide but every Ooh, okay. yeah, other other than that I just basically
2: tough, tough I just head. what was that benediction I guess
0: oh yeah benediction just went yeah. in and went boop you're uh, <laughs> you are four inches away from where you started <laughs> uh, and you are no longer affecting anybody relevant I mean he still was affecting one or two of his models but not once that I was going to yeah. attack that turn so it was like all right go <laughs> ahead uh, enjoy that legendary uh, and uh, I was excited about that so I was happy that I completely basically neutered the legendary, but yeah, it was a great game. Fraser was a great oppo- uh, opponent and we both agreed like, yeah, that could have gone either way. So uh, really good game, Jared yours. You were our <laughs> final hope.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a brief guy. I'm sorry if anybody doesn't enjoy that sort of thing, yeah, but um, no, they probably do. They I don't think want to hear we me. know each other so well and, um, I would consider that a disadvantage for any future events. I don't feel like I should be across the table from someone that probably knows me better than anyone in the world. (laughs) Uh, Um, I think the the wiser decision is to have someone else play into that person and just give them tips on what's going to happen because we kind of just know each other so well. Uh, So during the game, uh, it ends up, 4-4 4-4 four, four at one point and um, I had had clock I was probably up three or four minutes but um, our game was delayed because he had to take a piss before the game and it kind of uh, delayed the game probably a good five ten minutes compared to everybody else And they weren't really doing round timers um, so you know as it was getting towards the later part of the game I think the Germans had already won and most people knew that whatever the result was even either the, either the tournament was going to be over or we were going to have another round uh, I think I kind of screwed up because we were um, even on momentum and I had control of the ball. Um, the score was 4-4 and his sender was vulnerable to my sender. And I had two cards in my hand, but Steven had uh, tipped his hand a bit and that he bitched about his cards, which is kind of like typical Easton. I mean, he's my friend, I can say this. Uh, but I knew that his cards weren't the greatest and I didn't necessarily need a plus six at that moment. Uh, so I had the uh, the singled out card, but also had the, um, I want to say it was either the come on mate or you can switch your influence card for plus four. And I think the wiser decision would have been to play the plus four because when I played plus six, he singled out iron and we had uh, developed a pretty good scrum in the middle of the pitch. And at that point that gave him the advantage to just farm momentum with wraps, either with his iron or his furnace, which was his captain. I played burnish um, because I had to kick and I wanted to play a ranged game. Uh, so I'd killed his sender and I was up six to four and uh, kind of misallocated and then I felt like it was appropriate to score a goal at that point, but now rethinking the game, I should have just held on to the ball. Um, also not playing the singled out would have been a big deal because he was able to farm momentum and uh, guarantee uh, first activation at the beginning of the next turn. Yeah. So I was kind of stuck in a weird situation in that I'd gotten to the ball, the alloy, early because I was a little nervous about one of his models getting it off burnish. Um, and then that it kind of put me in a really awkward situation in that his sender was coming back onto the field. And I know from playing sender that she's crazy coming back onto the th- field because she, she comes on six inches, threatens 10, and covers a real uh, large amount of space. And it's one of the reasons I love the model so much in that. Sometimes I'll just throw her in there and don't even give a shit. Like I'll charge my own models and just damage the world and go ahead and kill her because she's just going to come back and do it all over again. Um, So I think that's where I lost the game and also given up clock pressure. So I think in order for me to grow as a player, um, I have a disadvantage in that I play on Vassal a lot and I don't really get a lot of clock experience. And the only time I play a live game is at a tournament. Um, So when I find myself in these scenarios, I don't always make, the wisest decision or the decision that should be made and it was tough for me and like I'm still a little emotional about because I'm a I'm pretty passionate guy and like um I don't really care and I I told a couple people this because they asked me if I was all right after the game because it's it's tough to take a loss like that um but like I don't care about individual accolades like I don't I don't want to win like a single individual title like it's okay or whatever but WTC is like the Super Bowl for me uh, cause I, I love America, man. And like, <laughs> I'm a passionate guy. <laughs> like uh, I'm all in on that shit and I want to win. And just the fact that it was one of my best friends and oh, that's know, just emotional. So it tough. And I really wanted to prove ourselves against the Germans cause you know, I've heard a lot of Germans for a year and I'm going to hear it again for another year. And it's all fun and dandy, and whatever. And I'm not claiming that I'm the best in the world, but I mean, I'm not scared of anybody and I'll, I'll play anybody at any time. And yeah. So that game,
0: that game ended 12-10 it was real it was super yeah, close and yeah
2: this is this is, is totally the, sorry go ahead Derek. Well it was probably one of the best games I've ever played. Um yeah, so it was really I mean, good. because and, and the thing was it was so intense and like it was such a surreal feeling and that you know maybe 40 or 50 people were surrounding the table at that point and everybody knew like the tension and I, I talked a little shit at one point because <laughs> I think when i threw the plus six card down i told him well you know that's a big card big boy <laughs> but I had yeah because you know I, I was all in man i, I was so passionate so determined to win and, and get to the finals and prove ourselves and um I don't know, it's just tough to go from such a high to such a low and realize what mistake you made, and you see the train wreck happening, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you just have to sit back and say, "Well, I did the best I can. I'll try again next year." So,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, and I got to watch that game, and again, this is you—you you said it already, but like, and this is a totally a, a observer view slash also hindsight, but um, yeah. yeah, it's really difficult when you see a game like that later because you had said it so basically what um you had been you were both low on clock um however you having the ball i think you had the game in your hand what it was it was it wasn't guaranteed by any means but like you took the goal because you wanted to get it out of the way and you said that cinder was coming back and that allowed him to get the last six points um in like the single activation to win the game before either of you clocked out but you were both at you were at like 50 seconds and he was at like a minute um basically at the end of the, the game, but had you... And it's re- this is a really hard thing to do and recognize when you're so low on clock. Had you literally just ran and um, Alloy base-to-base base with the goal and healed him, uh, mm-hmm. if, he, if he had taken any damage, I didn't see. Um, I mean, unless Cinder... Vet Cinder spikes insanely well and just kills him, um, mm-hmm. you could have... I just don't think he could have gotten enough points to win the game because you were already... You were at six, and he was at six. He, mm-hmm. you could have played super quickly. He would have had to spend four influence trying to get stop alloy next yeah. turn from getting the yeah. goal.
2: Because yeah. as
0: soon as you get the goal, you go up to ten, as you did, right? And then like yeah. he didn't have enough time to win the game.
2: So, yeah, and I need to understand like the thing that I lack as a competitive player, and like I'm always doing self evaluation, and I kind of feel like it's one of my strong suits, is I'm a really determined person, and I kind of self analyze a lot in that. I need to understand that the clock is a weapon. And, like, I guess where it plays them in basketball games, I just need to understand to get to the eight points. Even if he gets the eight to ten, it doesn't mean shit because I not got the ball and scored the 12. Yeah, and it's just stuff that I'm not understanding, and I need more reps, and, like, sometimes I'm just going to fail. And I just hate failing when it matters to me the most because that's the tournament I want to win. <laughs> really
0: yeah. You. But you know what, though? At the same point, that lesson sticks in your head a lot. Oh, yeah. uh yeah, a lot more yeah so a lot more of a poignant moment so you like you uh it, it sticks with you uh but yeah so we ended up losing that one one to two and that ended the tournament uh and we end up dropping to fourth place instead of third place um
1: <laughs> but we yeah we should get third place
0: i know me too got me too effort. Uh, but you know, had we won, we would have played Germany one in the, you know, and again, two games that were pretty, pretty darn close. Um, we would have played Germany one in the final and that would have been really good game. So, um, you know, hopefully everything going together, I'm not sure where I'll be at, what the situation will be, but if, you know, if we do get the chance to be on a similar team or the same team next year and go to WTC again, play, that would be, uh, excited. So we ended up finishing the day 4 and 1. Um, felt really good about how I played. Jared,
2: how about you? How did you no, feel I'm about yeah, I mean, yeah. I just I, sometimes I get like this thing in my head where I need to prove to the world like I got on that anvil sledge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck it, man. I could play anybody with this shit. And then I, I think the the key is is to recognize, you know, that you need to adapt and just kind of make yourself more well-rounded as a player. And, Sometimes it's nice to notice deficits, but also what your strength is. Um, And and that's the thing I'm looking at for SteamCon. like I'm continuing to practice and try different lineups. and um, So that's the thing I I took from the event is I really enjoyed meeting everybody. Um, I had a really good experience once again. It just helped renew my faith in the community. And um, I was able to bridge some gaps with some friends that, you know, over competitive uh, Mm. juices that we... (laughs) didn't quite have the friendship we had before so it was nice to like get in touch with some of those guys and you know just put a name to the or put a face to the name sometimes because it's so weird like i play these guys on basketball all the time i hear the voice and then you meet them in person it's like wow it's that same voice and here we are (laughs) it's just like the most surreal feeling in the world (laughs) Uh, yeah Yeah, yeah i had a good time
0: such a good time yeah, I, it was funny. I was I was telling, especially like as as they, the the day, the days were progressing, uh, every time you were in a game, like super, you were super serious, and yet you, you know you had your outfit on, especially like first, second round. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, by the way, Jared's outfit was like basically uh, a very patriotic terrorist. Yeah, um, I wore
2: like Royal Creed shorts, and then I had this. Um, they wear them like if you get on a motorcycle or whatever. They're like a face mask. It had a skull. And then it had American uh, stars and stripes. And you can wear it a few different ways. You can wear it as a bandana. You you
0: wore it a couple of different ways. At one point, you had it on as a bandana covering your hair, and you looked like uh, Archer. You looked like Archer when he gets cancer and goes on
2: a rampage. It was a lot of fun. It was good. Uh, But what I was saying was... Camouflage one too, but I didn't. I didn't break it out. <laughs> you didn't break it out. But I was
0: gonna say though, every time you were so you were super intense between the games, but uh, at, at least at first. But uh, every yeah. time you were playing a game, it's funny. Like I listened to you, and you were like, you know, you're like super friendly and like clean and all that stuff. And like people, were, I people came by watching, and I was like, yeah, look, Jared's only super serious, mm-hmm. like before you hit the table. As soon as you hit the table and talk to him in real life, it's like, you know.
2: Boom. And thing, like when I was younger, I played a lot of competitive golf, and they like train you to have proper etiquette and sportsmanship. Like, you don't sure. throw a club and stuff like that. And that's the kind of way I look at golf ball. Like, I might do some trash talking or something, but during the match, like, I want my opponent to have a good experience. Um, because to me, it's just like the worst feeling in the world. If you know, you have um, a match with someone and you, you feel like maybe they didn't enjoy it their time with you like in a weird way it's kind of like a date or something i don't know (laughs) yeah there's there's a a social contract yeah Yeah, there's a social contract yeah (laughs) so i'm okay with that um so i always want somebody to just enjoy the match and i mean they're paying a lot of money to come halfway across the world uh you know to play whoever and i just want them to say wow that was a cool guy and would love to play him again sometime so right yeah.
0: yeah Alright, so uh I want to move on. We've spent much time on this. We ended up having a really good Sunday. I mean, I had a really good Sunday night. Uh I got to watch uh Bryce try to uh jump over a couch while incredibly drunk and face plant himself and uh <laughs> tear open his elbow. Um and just <laughs> wow. like sit yeah, oh he was he was pretty good. far gone. It was it was good times. Uh I wanted to give Chris you had some uh slightly, uh, to get rid of, to get off the uh, love fest a little bit, you had some uh, more somber thoughts. Did you want to share those about your thoughts on team events? or?
1: Oh, um, well, I mean, I had the best game I've ever played against Calidorm, where we both were trying to win- lose it as hard as we could, where I took the bone, I, we both took bone I made a scourge reverie goal on one die, and then did a uh, try. I was trying so hard to win off of a scourge snapshot to one up Caledorm, who did a bone saw snapshot on two dice to get his first goal, but it just was no dice on that. Um, but I don't know. On team events, like mm, I kind of like solo events better because they're not like in team events. I feel pressure. Like it's all self created pressure, but it's pressure nonetheless that I sh- I need to make sure I don't disappoint my uh teammates, so to say. And I talked with them, and they're they were cool with everything. Like, yeah, obviously, it's just me being fucking
0: you in your own head
1: pathological, yeah, basically. And uh, but it's it feels like a lot of pressure, and on top of that, I'm not I feel like team events kind of skew towards, like, only only the best teams, you know? Like, not like the best skilled players, but obviously, player skills, obviously, your most important thing. But, like, Rats, for instance, they have a couple really bad matchups, and so Rats did, like, particularly... Worse than normal. Mm-hmm. If you look at like the uh, event stats, um, sure. they were like a, I think a twenty-seven percent win rate mm-hmm. overall. Um, but anyway, it's like I feel like it just skews how many of each of the like most powerful guilds are played. Like you see, there's there's hardly any that are like morts and rats probably come the closest to being like a moderately represented thing but then there's like union fish engineers brewers they're all just like massively you can't like look left or right without seeing several of them you know i don't know that i'm f- super fond of that i feel like i would like team events better with the 5 player teams that I think war machines do me right now. Mm-hmm. That's just my initial that's just my gut feeling on this. Like I feel like that would give a way to play all the things, you know? And also like when you have like I don't know, like it was I was I couldn't really play fish because of the captain restriction thing. Uh we had talked about doing just solo shark and solo Corsair because Jake heavily favors Corsair even in the places that I heavily favor shark you know uh but we just didn't end up doing that and uh I don't know it it's I I won't be able to go next year just purely off of uh my school schedule and all that but maybe in 2020 I'll try it again, see what happens. I think I would also really love it if I was close friend, like really close friends with uh, the people on my team, because Jake and Owen those are those are great guys, and I really it was a pleasure meeting them. You know, uh, have nothing but nice things to say about them. It's just like I don't know I feel I feel like that would eliminate some of my pressure if for instance I went to the Southeast Team ta- Championship that you guys went to mm-hmm. and just brought a squad from Ohio, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd have a lot less pressure self-imposed to not disappoint them, you know.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's just my rant on why I feel a lot of undue pressure when I'm on team events and I need to get over myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, understandable. Uh, but yeah, that was the WTC. That was the WTC. <laughs> well, Mike gets his. Uh, so, you got,
2: you're gonna, so you're going to SteamCon. Kind of. Have you decided what you're going to play?
1: Yes, I am. No. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. No. <laughs> I decided. Well, I literally decided I what was I was going to play. The, ball ball. It, it, I then the boat delayed.
0: No, it's it's shark.
1: <laughs> I, Chris, I was going to play navigators and then the boat.
0: Chris, is it not shark?
1: <laughs> it's it's probably shark. It's shark. It uh, it it very well may even be just straight solo shark. I haven't made up my mind if I'm going to go that Pete Williams yet. <laughs> just six oh, you're just
2: man gonna shark. I to bring a six, I oh, yeah. like. It. Okay. <laughs>
0: um all right, let's let's get into some other stuff um with whatever time we have left. Um, sure. let's answer questions and I think in the course of that we'll probably talk about some of the season four uh, spoilers that we've seen um so let's start off with some questions uh what is your take on new smoke um so if you haven't seen it yet smoke new smoke is a model thoughts
2: i think she's scary i think she's really scary like the fact that she can just do condition damage um she's just gonna threaten so many models for takeouts you know I mean, I, I just think it's awesome. I'm just trying to pondering on who would you want as the tank model in order for her to, you know, use her character play off of. And I'm thinking maybe like a Venon or something.
0: But, uh, Venon's probably the best tank they have in the guild, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah but I'm kind of also interested in see what kind of miners they get because if they were ever to achieve a tough hide model, um, I think that would be really interesting for her. Uh, just sure. to be able to ping off that model and try to take advantage of maybe like knockdowns or something, yeah. um, and and I think maybe Catalyst might be someone else that you could consider pinging uh, that character play off of. Uh, but she looks really scary to me. So
0: yeah, yeah, I, yeah definitely. Chris,
1: your thoughts? Uh, Jared said it better than I could. There <laughs> oh, no, we go. Chris, Chris with the hot takes. On, there Chris. we go. Beautiful. <laughs> um
0: (laughs) i like i i do like how they kept kind of what she does she still puts out a ton of burning and poison potentially um and also condition damage to people um but at the end she still has the like uh slipperiness and
2: you know lots of mobility
0: but she no but she no longer sorry go ahead
2: what was that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean, uh, like the tech five. I feel like yeah. I mean, it like... makes
0: her now able to make attacks, yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, they removed basically all of the. I mean, most of the unin, uh, in in un- uninteractiveness um, right. of her. So I think that's going to be good. I think somebody. I think you still will sit back at certain points, but knowing when mm-hmm. to go in um and get the full advantage and like kind of use tempo to swing like oh i'm gonna put a bunch of conditions on get a bunch of momentum go first maybe attack a model get the ball or or I already have the ball go score a goal and get to safety yeah there's a lot of cool um a lot of cool options there so i'm excited i think it's a much better spot for smoke i did not like smoke's old play style I think this is much more something that I would be interested in, in trying.
2: One thing I'm interested in is to see how smoke does in the hands of someone like um, Maria that plays for uh, Utah, yeah. you, know, because yeah, yeah. she's always kind of played that goal-scoring aspect. I kind of feel like this smoke uh, uh, might this offer you smoke. more of that because it's played more forward, and you'd be able to take advantage of those um, you know, like teleportation jumps and some of this goal-scoring jank-type play. Uh, so I think she might be somebody like early season that could really take advantage of that because it kind of fits her play style.
0: 100%. This is a this is a Maria smoke more than it is a Vince smoke. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact,
0: specifically, they, they said that this is a, a not Vince style smoke. They were like, we wanted <laughs> yeah. to get rid of that play from the game
2: because Vince is a horrible person. Um, yeah. I mean, so that's I'm really not excited what they literally to see say. what people do with her early yeah, season. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun. All right. What was your
0: favorite interaction from the WTC? We kind of already talked about this. Um, favorite interaction, like one, like one-liner moment.
1: Uh, okay. So, the one-liner moment is all the people <laughs> who knew me from this cast, but not Mike. Also, oh, awesome. also taking
2: It was a one shot person <laughs> <It's> because <his laughs> mic never works. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. Um, excellent. All right,
2: Jared, you? Um. Oh, man. You got to pick. Kind of Be embarrassing. Uh, I yeah, guess you, 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 you Helena uh, and having, spending the evening with her. She's a really nice person. Yeah, we, 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 did, touch. we didn't
1: touch on
0: this. We didn't touch on this, but... Um, she's,
2: really sweet. she's really sweet.
0: But Jared had to get a new hotel room uh, oh God, Sunday night on. because... Um, because he was, you know, uh, meeting new people, uh, oh. and you know, just couldn't come back to the room. I I thought I was going to be kicked out. I thought I was gonna. There was gonna be like, you know, a sign on the door that just said, "Mike, no. here's your stuff." But no, Jared was a gentleman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you had a you had a good time.
2: Yeah, I had a kind of a couple of interesting times out on the town because most people just walk there; they don't really use vehicles, so when we'd went out to dinner, we walked a good distance, you know, yeah. and I'm comfortable with that or whatever. Uh, but at one point we had stopped at her apartment and, um, she wanted to tell her roommate that, you know, she wasn't going to be around that way. She didn't have to worry or whatever. So at that moment, I'm looking pretty American because I like to wear a baseball cap and they don't really do that in Europe. <laughs> she left me outside and it was a really dark alley and I was sitting on a bench kind of in the middle of nowhere. And I didn't even know how to get back to the hotel at this point, because we've been walking to a couple different places, just picking up whatever. Um, and and I've been out there about 15 minutes. And this old man comes by and he's speaking, you know, a different language and I'm like only English. And at one point, uh, I think he might have mentioned police. I couldn't quite tell, and I'm just like, I just threw my hands up, like, "What do you want here, buddy? I can't, I can't talk to you." <laughs> That's uh, so funny. It was kind of awkward, uh, but we got through that. And it, it was a wonderful evening. So, like, it, that was my highlight Amazing. of the trip for sure.
0: Um, so. <laughs> all right. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, there's I like I'm gonna offend whoever I don't mention. Um, I think my favorite, I'm gonna say my favorite interaction. Oh God, there's so many. I I really can't, but I'm gonna choose one just because I don't know that he was aware of it because he was pretty drunk. But there was a point, um, on Sunday evening where, uh, Andrew from Singled Out, um, did, uh, did kiss me on the cheek, and I thought that was beautiful, and uh, it made me feel very very, uh, you know, happy about our, our about the dimes. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he's not aware that he did it. And I'm mentioning this now. Um, so I think he will enjoy that. But everything you else were singled
2: was... singled out. <laughs> so
0: I, was, I was 100% singled out. Um, so, yeah, there we go. But everything was amazing. All right. Next question. Uh, who is presently the most underrated captain? Uh, Jared says Anvil. Although I don't know if that's true okay. anymore.
2: Well, I might change my mind.
0: Actually, I don't know that. that that's,
2: minute.
0: I don't know that that's true anymore, though. Uh, I think it's furnace. Is it furnace? All right, you say furnace.
1: Okay. Uh, Chris, favorite captain at the moment? No, underrated. No. Most underrated. Oh, underrated. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a lot. That's uh. Is that too much pressure for you? My my heart is in season four right now. Uh, <laughs> So let's go with the one I know from season four, uh, Piper.
0: All right, uh, and I'm gonna say Obulus. He did really well on the day. He hasn't changed too much. He he's always been, you know, he's always he's always there. I mean, he lost a little bit of his like just being able to put a you know put all the influence on him and just do a bajillion damage and also do control and stuff like that. But like with a little bit of setup. One or two bonus dice, he's back, you know, he's basically where he was at. Um, and yeah, he's good, he's he's solid captain. Um, and people, you know, haven't been ranking him, and I think they've always, you know, magicians have always been a (laughs) punt, no pun intended, dark horse. Yeah, yeah. all right, did WTC reframe your perspective on guild to your rank?
2: No, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, maybe
1: it it's the the team format changes how guild tiers kind of work so no
0: yeah potentially um i don't know there was like a abundance of fish and i don't know if that was response to thinking that there was gonna be a lot of certain other guilds
1: um i, I think guess. it just highlights the strengths and weaknesses more i That's think all. people understand the power of blacksmiths now
2: <laughs> but they should start recognizing it i mean I this was that, the first like real say, uh,
0: this was the first real major event that you had vet out for mm-hmm. right like i mean i'm they're sure there was other yeah. events but this is like a big one mm-hmm. um so it was the first time we saw her so yeah i mean i guess yes she probably brings Blacksmith up for, um um a, a bit but other than that uh i don't know it was more or less what it was i actually looked at the i i couldn't get it a hundred percent um accurate but i looked at basically the win rates from the wtc and um more or less the teams you expected to be up there were up there with the exception of fish were a lot lower than uh they are overall Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't think anything super crazy
2: yep sounds good
0: all right um Yeah, I I don't like that next question. I don't know who asked yeah, it. Yeah, I
1: don't like the next two. Let's just Based skip on... over two.
0: Three. Yeah. Why slash how did England one manage to knock USA out of the one out of the event? Oh, we already talked about that. Um, yeah, we common... talked about that. Yeah, but I was gonna say, um, you
2: know uh Steve, well, they, like, paid, they filled 27 teams. I mean at that point I yeah, guess one of them has to get up there, right? Like
0: Yeah, I mean like even 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 against the better the better the superior team, like if we yeah, if we play every U- UK team and just keep playing them, eventually they got to get at least one. Yeah. Um yeah, so I think that's that's about true. It's about how it is. Uh any changes in your lineup or what team you would have played? Um
2: Oh, I like this one.
0: And then the real question, because you placed higher than the Chicago crew, does this mean Think Crest Pizza is the superior pizza to deep dish? Um, So first one. Go for it, somebody. Any changes in your lineup? Uh, Yes, I'll
2: change, uh, get rid of ferrite, iron, uh, pick up uh, bolts. um,
1: I'll play cats. I play rats. I literally can't.
0: Would you have changed the team you would have played? You would have played Solo Shark.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh,
0: changes to my lineup, not from the event. Um, I am changing my lineup for SteamCon US a little bit. Um, I actually think I might not play Season Spigot. I'm not super, super hot. Like, he's a good model. I, he's a really good model. I just don't think I like. Is there's like so much choice on Union, and I feel like I liked some of the other options that I gave up for him. And when I'm ultimately usually just playing Mist over him anyway, um, so yes, my lineup will change a little bit, but not because of the WTC as much as just getting more games in with um, Fangtooth and Spigot. Kind of gave me a better sense of where they, uh where I want them, slash don't want them, necessarily in my roster, so. um, And then the real question, yes, thin crust pizza is superior. We already knew that, but this, yeah, I mean, just further evidence. (coughs) Uh, And I will, no other opinions unless you guys agree with me. I will literally cut them out, so I'm just going to assume that you guys also agree with me.
2: No, I agree with that.
0: All right, cool. Um... There was a picture, but basically, are those uh, chili pack- packets from Cincinnati uh, food or poison?
1: They're chili packets. So both. Has anyone died? Uh, I, I, I don't think anybody's died. I've talked to Kim. I've talked to. I think I've talked to all, all my opponents who I gave chili packets to. So, I think it's a win. Did you give chili I mean, peppers to the eating, guy that parked in your it My whole life, like I, I I'm pretty okay, guy. <laughs> so. Yeah, but you might have an immunity, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, true.
0: <laughs> all right, next question: Did Euro Lovefest live up to its nickname? They, well, we turned, we already said it's global, lo- it's it's globalist Lovefest now. Um, but yes, it did. So beautiful. Of models not yet previewed who are you most excited Ooh. to see what S4 brings to them and why? I
1: feel like I legitimately cannot answer this. <laughs> uh, without just, like, faking, feigning ignorance. <laughs> um, I
0: am... I Fair. Fair. Jared, do you have uh, an answer to this?
2: Um, I want to also... see... Oh uh, man! <laughs> uh, obviously, I want to see bonesaw. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm all all about mortician. So, just name a mortician we haven't seen yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Oh, how about this? Um, the rookies. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm excited to see the rest of the butchers. Um, butchers were my first team, and I want to play them again. So. Um, and I've played them during Season 3, and they're fine, but like, I, I feel like they'll be adjusted um, for Season 4. I mean, as we've already seen with Ox, but...
1: Um, Cosset's a model I'm interested in.
2: Uh, Cossett, I'll pick Cossett.
1: There you go. The Lane for more smokeweed every day.
2: Yes. All right. Yes, <laughs>
1: please. <laughs> um, what
0: are the takeaways from the WTC results and mingling of the international community? Um, guess what? Between the US, Germany, I mean, uh, UK, all the other countries, good players play pretty similarly. Um, and things that are good are good across. Uh, and there are good players in, in all these different countries. The countries that didn't do as well um, probably just have less players, so they have a smaller pool to pick from. But there were good co- players in all the countries, and everybody's good. Uh, the Germans are winning. Um, they have a couple robots and um, Timmy, who is the opposite of a robot, but still some kind of alien. Um, they also used to play. I, I know back when we, I talked to Timmy a bunch and we were talking about where he's at now, like career wise and stuff. But, you know, back two three years ago when he was talking about being in college and they were playing 200, 300 games. I mean, like that's literally, guess what? You know, playing a lot of games at Guild Ball and getting a lot of reps is a really good way to get good at the game. Um so yeah, no, I mean all the different countries are good. Yep, we'll Any other
2: great right. yep. um I do want to bring my own gifts next year. I regret not having personalized gifts. Yeah, you okay. should
0: have. See, everybody yeah. liked
2: my uh my What's it called? We'll come uh, up with something creative next year and we'll make that a goal for me. So.
0: <laughs> I brought chocolate and peanut butter, I brought Reese's cups and <laughs> then can't realized go wrong with that though. Oh,
2: no, yeah. Yeah, it
0: worked. it worked really well, but I realized like in the second round that I needed to ask people to make sure that nobody was allergic
1: so I didn't accidentally kill
2: anybody. I picked <laughs> like both of you guys were trying to take out your opposition. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: hey, mine um, unless you're okay. So anybody I gave a chili packet to I mean, if you're like, if you're dead, death, If if, if, you're if you're dead, please if don't If you're Chris. dead, please contact me, and I will. <laughs> Not, no. Like, I don't think there's any allergens, and there's other than like maybe I mean, they
2: could be passing gas on their teammates.
1: <laughs> well, you know, get a better digestive system, my guy. So I love <laughs> um, it.
2: All right,
0: Alex. Uh, ox- Alex Cooper asked who will be coming to Philly's last season three tournament, October 6th. Um,
2: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm signed up.
0: Oh, are you nice? Yes. Beautiful. I'm yes. not, cause I'm running a race, but I am going to Philadelphia tomorrow. Actually okay. now today, because we would pass midnight when we're recording this. So this will be, uh, this will also be in the past for when this episode's actually released. Um, but I'm going there to the actual Philly, like, uh, the city proper is doing their first tournament at the Red Caps game, whatever it's called, Red Caps Corner. Um, mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Playing, uh, I'm not sure if he's organizing or playing or both, but uh, playing with, uh, oh. you know, Mike Ireland, who I know of, Jared, you, had, uh, oh, yeah. you have a lot that, of time yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I played, I actually taught him the first game of Guild Ball he ever played. Uh, oh, at, awesome. uh, good for you. He's at Pe- yeah, no, he's, he's really good. good. I mean, he's a great War Machine player. Uh so yeah, so playing that, um but sadly not going to this October sixth one. I really this is my tomorrow uh, this tournament is the last game so I'll probably play before uh steamcon u s sadly um, all right uh one of the New Zealand guys asked us why do we always leave questions the last minute yeah, jokes on him because I actually asked, even though I said we were recording last week <laughs> when I asked yeah, for these five questions that was five. That was no. It was oh yeah. It was five days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, also, was asked what podcast I'll appear on next besides Anatomical Precision. And funny enough, uh, the answer is you'll probably hear me on singled out within the next
2: week or so. Yeah.
0: I basically just told them that I wanted to get on because I missed talking to Jason and getting kissed by uh, Andrew. So. <laughs> Uh, Chris, this one's for you. If your team was named after Chili Spaghetti, do you think the outcome would have been different? Uh
1: yes, I think it would have because uh, only people not native to Cincinnati will call it Chili Spaghetti. It's actually three ways. And um, So I if, if your if your team was that would seem very inappropriate. <laughs> I was gonna say so... if your team was named team
0: three ways.
1: <laughs> yeah. A hell of a yeah. Um
0: <laughs> will Bone for Jared and Chris? Will Bone saw be the new savior
2: of rats and morticians?
1: He always was. Uh, I'm
2: excited. I can't wait. So. Has Has he just been <laughs> meditating
0: uh, for two seasons until he's finally ready to be the savior?
1: Bone saw. They designed rats like two seasons ago for Bone saw's release. <laughs> Bone saw still hasn't been released.
2: Yeah. I don't know what to say. I, I just I'm excited. <laughs> so
1: we've been following a false prophet.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I can finally dust him off, and he's painted. Like it's amazing to me. I don't actually have uh, Vet Graves or um, uh, Vile Swarm painted, but I've had Bonesaw painted the whole time. He just collected dust. <laughs> so, <laughs> be kind of nice.
0: Uh, and all right. So this isn't a question, but I, I we did get some requests to go over the season four models i don't want to go through each one but you guys pick one model you're either really excited about that we've seen previewed and why or one that you are concerned about and why so of the models that have been previewed
2: okay i like scalpel i've been thinking about her a lot um just different ways to trap with her repositions um especially if there's a barrier or a, uh certain situations. I just like the fact that you can reposition scrumps. Um, it just seems like it's a Hag ability every turn. Uh, She's a nice playbook. Um, I like the fact that you can just get the uh, character plays for momentum. Seems really efficient to me, kind of Theron-like. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited about her. I actually don't know if I play Obulus season 4, and uh, I'm a huge that? Obulus guy, so you know. <laughs>
1: Scalpel's super dope. Yeah, but super dope. I'm going... I'm going with vet siren because uh, concerned right, so or so excited. concerned Ooh, no, or no, oh, okay. Okay. Dreadgaze was the most boring fucking ability in the game okay. <laughs> and uh I haven't used her since she doesn't have momentous damage and because that's all I used her for before, and Dreadgaze was just a boring icing on top of a a boring cake? decent cake. <laughs> um but now you give her you give her two to three influence and it will always have a use in some form you can either get the ball from like up to 17 inches away on the ground you could tackle the ball and dodge out for what hold on uh 12 inches away or if they just have the ball completely nowhere near her, where ideally it should be near some of your other fish, unless you position them in a poor positioning, um, then she can at least knock somebody down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. she, like, sticking influence on her is rarely dead influence. And that's what I really like in my players.
0: Yeah. Okay i do like that and i'm just looking at that
1: you can uh
0: set up a really good like hag legendary and you know plays to get like a good scrum um going right and like get a couple of uh gang ups and then if she ever wraps on a charge she gets a tackle triple dodge double push double momentous
2: Which Wait, is what? Pretty...
0: that's a lot. <laughs> that three times, fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like a really good. I will take the double push, triple dodge, tackle, double yeah, moment. Every
2: result known to man twice, <laughs> 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 or three out. times.
0: Seven <laughs> momentous <of> damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. but that seems pretty good because she could do that from pretty far away and with a charge, and then she moves three inches and then she has a three-six kick. I like that. So cool um all right what am i uh i'm gonna do i mean i'm already right, i'm excited about scalpel um as you said Jared i do like the fact that she can do with tooled up she can do twenty one damage yeah. pretty reliably to um let's see i am going to say though i'm also excited about ox although i don't think the change itself is like anything oh, yeah. super oh, exciting so good. oh man i think it's just good i think mean, so i think butchers are just getting like or i mean i don't know what the rest of them are getting but ox is like a one of those like kind of quality of life changes where it's just like nothing makes him super flashy it doesn't solve all his problems, but it just get bumps him up enough where the things he already did really good, like he yeah. can still do, but you've made some of his like weaknesses I slightly less better severe. Better. Oh, shit, sorry. Um, yeah, no worries. <laughs> um but, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think that's super solid. Uh and he gets to play a really fun game. But the so the model I am I will say and I am not the only one on this. I am concerned about is esther's and i'm still waiting to see how it plays out but my initial reaction is i don't necessarily doubt that she could be potentially close to if not the same or even potentially more depending on how the heroics change out powerful i i just don't like that like I doesn't I, I think she had a really cool and weird and maybe it doesn't work because of the range of character plays and the standoffishness. I get that maybe it just can't be in the game. but I, I liked her old play style a lot. Um, I like that she did a bunch of things for free. Um, or she did something for free every turn and then could also like morph into a super damage dealer with this you know like and legendary on herself or legendary on the team. And shoot things if she like. I don't know. She just had such a great versatility. Now she like has a different kind of versatility. Like she's letting you do a bunch of heroics, which can do a bunch of different um, things, assuming that they're somewhat similar to you know. uh, Which could be again very powerful, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't
2: feel. I feel Field, like the, feels she kind could of... be super efficient, though. I mean, just being able to use heroics for free, it just sounds amazing for the momentum race. I mean, I feel like she's a model you need to put on the table with the full team to see if it's legit or not. For
0: sure. And again, I'm not doubting that she will be powerful. I, mm-hmm. I'm just a little skeptical if the play style will be fun.
2: Oh no! Okay, I can kind of that's, that's, that. I, mean, that's I mean, I never had a desire to play that team, so I can't really. Yeah. really and and maybe
0: that. that's just me. Like, I I love the fact that she had like the things that she did, and then she also threw out like Aoes that controlled movement, which mm-hmm. maybe again doesn't make sense necessarily, but I just liked what was on there. Um yeah. So it's a big departure. So we'll see. I'm I'm not nearly as uh, as off the deep end as many. Um, brewers people, you know, put, uh, people who were commenting on it on the Facebook group and whatnot. But um, sure. I, I we'll want to see it, and it will definitely depend on what the rest of the team does. But uh,
2: I kind of we'll felt see. that same way about Sledge. I didn't feel like he got enough. You know, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> 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 I yes,
0: Ooh, you wanted him to yeah. auto kill models from twelve yeah, health, I mean, not eight health. Yeah, yeah.
2: So uh i'm disappointed there i'm concerned
0: oh so concerned for concerned. other people's
2: uh, enjoyment of the game while i'm fielding it so <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: uh anything else gentlemen
2: oh no, it's good show. thanks for having me
0: again yeah now time, man yeah, yeah. You still have
1: a shirt, so you are still official host. Yes,
2: sir. Yeah, I don't cut the grass. With you actually it. have. Sure you,
1: <laughs> you actually have more shirt than any of the others. Oh, uh,
0: Okay. Yeah, because I gave mine away. So,
1: um,
0: to well,
2: I gave it to Jason Mountain. So. Oh, for, oh yeah, I didn't think about. It. I should have brought it to WTc to train.
0: Huh. Yeah. Uh. Well, because I didn't have a second USA shirt, so I ended up with two. Uh, Team UK shirts, <laughs> uh, which is fun. But um, but yeah, uh, final thoughts for me. Um, if I did not mention your name during the WTC, shout out to literally everybody. Nobody I had a negative experience with. Um, mm-hmm. So just shouting everybody out, shouting out the Norway guys that we met the first night, shouting out everybody. Um, you were all awesome. Uh, and I could have talked for another hour and probably will if you guys don't shut me up about how amazing it was
1: Um, I'm going to shut you up and tell tell our audience to give me suggestions for shit to make to sell to hopefully fund a UAE Nationals
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait so is this this anatomical precision are you using our uh, podcast for to fund your personal trips yeah Okay. somebody ought to sell out <laughs>
1: okay well,
0: uh, well you know what here, here here's what i can say if um i have not been interested in doing uh patreon and probably will not ever oh, be no, interested no, no. in patreon i know i'm not interested in that i hear you i hear you uh but if people want to uh ever um if there's some kind of value we can create in either merchandise or i don't know something else if you have any ideas shoot
2: t-shirts
0: yeah there you go um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if if you want me to record a very poorly um poorly poor quality like voicemail happy
2: birthday yeah 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 yeah, yeah
0: perfect you know like uh on like uh npr <laughs> a lot of their like Uh, their podcast they'll have like you can get a voice message from this uh, radio personality well you can get a really bad voice message from me Uh, but you know if you guys have any ideas anything that we can do give back to the community or that you guys would be interested in um hit us up with ideas maybe we'll do something maybe we'll get chris to leave the country again i don't know the the world is i just uh, really
1: want to go to the uae nationals that i was forced into (laughs) <laughs> I also want to go,
0: but now have recognized that that was a really uh, unrealistic uh,
1: <laughs> idea, so I have given up on it. Oh, no. it's Yeah. It's super unrealistic. Anyway. All right. Good night. Uh, we've been long enough. Good night, everybody. <laughs> have a good night.